afternoon, my loves. Good afternoon. This is Trinika Futrell, your host of Conversations with Sarah. Um, today's date is February the 5th, 2022. And the topic for today will be WLS weight loss surgery. Um, since my last blog, a lot has been going on, you know, with the pandemic and family and work and trying to just juggle, juggle everything. In the midst of all that, I did decide to have weight loss surgery. So today I'm going to talk about my process, um, what led me to weight loss surgery and my journey thus far. So um, I had weight loss surgery September the 24th, 2021. Um, The surgery that I chose or I thought, you know, my surgeon thought I would be the best candidate for was the vertical sleeve gastrectomy, better known as VSG. Um, But I was going to talk about what led up to the my decision to proceed with the sleeve with the surgery um so growing up i was always small i was very small um i didn't gain weight until high school i think the heaviest in high school was like 155 160 um and after giving birth to my daughter um, in 2007, y'all, I will have a 15-year-old in two weeks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 15-year-old. Um, after giving birth to her in 2007, um, I noticed the weight began to creep on. Um, two years after that, I had my son. Um, he will be 13 next it'll be 13 Tuesday I will have a 15 and a 13 year old oh my gosh um as I had my son I noticed more weight and this weight I could not get off with exercising and cutting back um with Shekinah it seemed um the weight seemed to fall off with her um so I did lose quite a bit of weight um I gained <laughs> I gained almost 50 pounds with her um almost 50 to 60 pounds with her um with my son I gained a lot of weight with him but I did not it seemed like it wouldn't come off as easy as it did with Shekinah um and um I had complications with Nasir I developed gestational diabetes with both pregnancies but um with Shekinah with my daughter I controlled it with diet with my son I had to start taking insulin um at um the beginning either the end of eight months or the beginning of nine months I had to start taking insulin um every day three times a day (laughs) um that was difficult in itself and on top of being pregnant, having to give yourself insulin three times a day, not knowing, you know, that, you know, my concerns were with my son. 
Um, but the weight did not fall off. Actually, I gained a lot of weight. Just yo-yoing back and forth with him. Um, even lit right up to my surgery um, date. So right after him, I did meet with um, weight, some weight loss um, counselors at a weight loss clinic. And I started um, Fenteramine. Me and Fenteramine, we had a love-hate relationship. <laughs> um, so... And I'm going to say I've tried multiple weight loss medications. I've tried um, dieting. I've tried Weight Watchers. I've tried um, the VSG resolution drops. Um, so the first off, I started with the Fenteramine. And I did lose 20 pounds. Um, but it seemed like I had to... Um, you know, go back and forth with it a lot. Um, so years passed. I um, even did intermittent fasting. So I've tried the couple of medications that I tried. I've tried fenteramine. I've tried um, crucemia, which, well, I tried fenteramine. Then I tried contrave. Contrave, me and contrave, it did not. I felt sick. I felt really bad I remember um, one morning I was at work and one of the providers that I worked with he was out of the office that day and I was literally on the floor because I felt so sick um, after taking that medication yeah um, so then I tried um, crucemia which is a combination of topiramate and um, fetaramine and um, in conjunction with the HCTZ, hydrochlorothiazide, 25 milligrams. It worked really good. Um, but I did notice that um, whenever I stopped any of these medications, either I would gain the weight back plus some or I wouldn't lose. And um, I've went to the extreme where I, with the VSG drops, I was only eating 500 calories a day. I was drinking a gallon of water. Um, I did get as on the VSG drops. I did get as low as 184. That's the lowest that I've been, you know, going through back and forth with different medic weight loss, um, medications with the, um, fenteramine and topiramate. Um, I got, down as low as 170 172 173 um but again whenever i stopped taking the medications or i changed my diet just a bit i would gain um because you know that doctors tell you to have everything in moderations <laughs> i tried that um yeah so and then i would get discouraged and i would just binge sometimes and i would just you know eat because i was emotional because i was like you know what i'm doing all this and i'm doing my hardest and nothing is changing and i when i i eat right i still don't lose the weight i, I still can't get beyond a point i um, mean it seems like i could never break on my own i could never break 200 my highest was 240 242 and it's like I could not, not break. If I would break um, 200, I would get to like 199, 198, and no farther. Um, so my doctor um, prescribed, she told me about Saxenda. And I tried Saxenda. 
at first sex ender was you know i didn't have any complications um i did lose a couple of pounds with it um it did help my appetite all the medications really helped curb my appetite except for contrave i could not do contrave like yeah yeah i, could, I would never go <laughs> try contrave again um so i um tried the sex ender it worked the first round um so something happened and I did stop taking the sex ender um for about a week. And when I tried to go back on the sex ender to um toggle back down to restart, it I was sick. I felt like I was pregnant again. It was like morning sickness. I was nauseous. I had a headache. Um it was bad. So I, I got to the point where I told my provider that I wanted to try to um, see if I was a candidate for the uh, weight loss surgery. Now, mind you, let me just let me just back up just a bit. I've I've started. Um, I guess it was about 2018, maybe 2017, maybe. I um, brought this up to her before and said I would like to discuss the weight loss surgery. I called my insurance to see everything that I had to do. Um, but then again, before, you know, you, you tell people about you want a weight loss surgery and they give you all their opinions and all the things that could happen and all the things that could go wrong. And that does play on you mentally. So again, I was like, okay, let me see what I could do. Cause I'm the type of person, if I put my mind to it, I want to do it. I want to get it done. And I, um, said, let me try to do this on my own uh, once more. And that's where I went to the um, to power, the Quisimia and the um, sex center, trying to do it on my own again. Even did intermittent fasting with that, and I lost maybe 20 pounds, but I could not get my BMI where it should be for my body at a healthy range. And, you know, I wanted to be healthy ultimately. So I just got fed up and I was like, you know, I've tried everything on my own. I tried everything, you know, to not have to take the surgery road. And I came to the conclusion that I shouldn't let other people opinion or other people project that fear on me because they haven't even experienced the weight loss surgery. I work in the medical field and I've seen patients with weight loss surgery and I've seen how well they've done, but then I've seen how, you know, some patients have gained the weight back. That's their story. And I had to realize that was their story and not mine. I had some couple of friends, one of my best friends, she had the surgery, she did well. One of my other friends had the surgery, she did well. You know, so I, you know, I, I made a decision to proceed with it. I, you know, I could have had it, um, two years ago, but again, I was just trying to see what I could do on my own. And I think that's where a lot of people, when it comes to weight loss surgery, they start to feel guilty if, you know, because they say, you know, I don't want to take the easy way out. Mind, mind, let me add, surgery is not the easy way out, okay? I'm not going to skip ahead, but it's not. Um, they, you know, they feel like they're taking the quote unquote easy way out and they want to just work hard. I was that person. But I came to the realization, if surgery is going to help me get me, get me where I need to be, then that's okay. 
I'm trying to go, you know, to be healthy. So I went along with the surgery. I'm gonna tell you through, walk you through some of the steps if you are interested in the surgery. One of the best decisions that I made for myself, I do not regret it. And you know how you hear people say, I only regret that I didn't have it sooner. So true. Um, so I went to the, to, I um, contacted my insurance company. I contacted the um, weight loss company. The I went to Southern Surgical in Greenville, North Carolina. And I, you know, asked them, you know, what is the process? that I need to go um, so the doctor actually made the referral and once the referral was made um, they their surgery office would give you a call and you set up these multiple appointments some of them I had to reset up for myself because like I said when I first put the referral in I backed out because I was trying to do it on my own so we did educational seminars and when I walked into the educational educational seminars I was the smallest thing in the room I felt embarrassed because all these beautiful people in this room, you know, struggling. And they're looking at me like, why are you even here? So there's that type of, you know, judgmental part from both ends. I was having some of the, the same struggles they were having, but because my body didn't look like theirs, it was almost why you're here. So I remember texting my sister and I said, I don't need to be here. I don't think I need to be here. It was, it was almost like I didn't deserve. How dare I? You know, I was feeling like that to myself. I don't deserve to be here when these people are clearly struggling. And I was obese. I was, I was obese. My weight was like 240. And a lot of people tell me that I did not look like I was 240 pushing, you know, 240. But I could assure them I was 240. When you take your clothes off, you look different. <laughs> I was 240. And my sister, you know, she, she responded. Her response changed my whole processing of weight loss surgery. And she said, you deserve to be there. You want to be you. You want to be healthy, just like them, just like they are. You're on a journey to better your health and to become a better version of yourself, just like they are. That changed me, and I love her for that because she that moment kind of defined me moving forward or getting up and walking out and making one of the biggest mistakes. Um, so we did a weight not the uh, education uh, seminar and it's just an overload of medicine, um, uh, overload of information that they give you. I met my surgeon there. He came in with his beautiful dog and I like his personality. So I chose him. Um, and then after the um, educational seminars, you will go ahead and for the pre-optive appointments. Um, the only thing I did was the sleep study because they was trying to see if I had sleep apnea. And I did an endoscopy. I did not have to do an ultrasound, um, cardiac, um, or any attended support group. Um, I did do the, the nutrition class. I did go back for a nutrition class. And both the education seminar and the nutrition um, classes were about four hours. Just FYI, if you need to take some time off work. It was about four hours. So it was about from 9 to 12. Um... I did see the psychologist twice. The first time you go in and it's just like um, some question testing that you do. And I guess they're just trying to figure out mentally where you are. 
and then you do a follow-up appointment with the psychologist and he just basically it's probably about 30 minutes my appointment probably in 30 35 minutes and you just basically go over your results and he you know tell you if you're a good candidate for the surgery and he just go over some of the stories and some of the encounters that he had with different people then you have your visit for the surgery now the back up the endoscopy um the endoscopy um i did at the hospital and um it didn't take long at all matter of fact i was in and out um there was some good sleep though <laughs> but um not hard at all so i meet i met with my um surgeon and we went over everything and then he told me that he thought i would be a good candidate um we discussed my weight loss goal my target weight that i would meet um i did go ahead and contact my insurance company a little prior because i wanted to know um the whole process of it um so i guess after my educational seminar and when I called them to just say, hey, these are the CPT codes. Uh, I want to know what would be my my out-of-pocket cost for this surgery. And so they discussed all that with me. So when I met with the surgeon for the, and that when you meet with the surgeon, um, that would be your last um, appointment before surgery. Um, so I met with him. We discussed the weight loss goals. I took my husband with me. You, um, I don't know how every other surgery office is, but with um, Southern Surgical, you have to have accountability partner at that meeting with the surgeon. But just because they want to make sure that you're going to have somebody there that's going to help you and keep you accountable, you know, for your goal that you're trying to reach. So I met with the, um, uh, I met with his scheduler, um, and we, you know, she submitted my insurance claims, and we you, um, talked about possible schedule dates, what would work, what wouldn't work. Um, in the midst of all that, my grandma passed. So I was supposed to actually have my surgery on September the seventh, but my grandma passed, and I wanted to be there for my family and for my mom. Um, I did not want to have to be sore, and you know, couldn't do the things that they need me to do. So that's how I got pushed back to September the 24th. So my um, submission took out, it took about one to two weeks. Um, I actually called the insurance company back before the the um, doctor's office could give me the okay. Uh, and they said I was approved. Like, I was like, what? It's like, you approved. My um, out-of-pocket cost was $300 for the surgery. Um, we proceeded with the surgery. I had my surgery and let me tell you guys, uh, yeah, it was 30 minutes. The surgery was only 30 minutes. Um, I had to be at the hospital about 530 in the morning. My husband went with me. I did do the pre, um, pre-op bath, um, the night before you, you know, you can't have anything um, by mouth after midnight. So we arrived at the hospital, we did the intake process, um, we, they got me back, you know, got me all prepped, and I was calm as, I was calm as the ocean waves beating on a beautiful day. I was really calm. I, I actually had my worship music in my ears, um, I prayed, you know, I knew that God was with me, you know, um, after once that once I met with the surgeon, he came in the anesthesiologist. Once they came in and talked to me, it went so fast. I was prepped. They got my IV in, all the medications. They were just hanging up and, and started my IV, and I went from there. 
Um, he told me he put the little oxygen mask on my nose. I don't even remember. <laughs> I remember going in the room looking around, but they give you medication to help you relax before you get back to surgery. So I was even more calmer. Um, after surgery, I woke up. I was in pain. I vomited blood, which I did join a uh, um, support group on Facebook prior to. So this is one of the things that they said happened, that they vomit blood, which only makes sense because, you know, with the vertical gastric sleeve, they are cutting out 80% of your stomach and you're leaving you with 20. So there were there is some chance of the blood getting inside the stomach. So I did vomit blood. Um, I was very sore. I was in pain. The gas was crazy. Um, I, they want you to get up and walk immediately after surgery. They want you to try to get down two ounces of water and two ounces of the protein shakes. Um, they want you to be able to go to the bathroom, um, which because I was vomiting so bad when I got up and walked, um, which caused so much more pain, they actually kept me overnight because you usually leave a couple of hours after surgery, you can go home. But they kept me overnight, which I was fine with that. Um, they gave me medication to help me with the vomiting and with the pain. Um, I did get up and walk. My husband stayed with me. My mom came to visit and stayed with me a couple of hours so that he can, you know, go out. Um, I did um, get up a couple of times by myself just trying to walk because I was determined to get that gas moving because the more you walk the better you feel literally um so I dis was discharged I had a surgery on a Friday uh, I was discharged Saturday morning about eight o'clock I came home in a lot of pain I was nauseous the first two weeks I'm just gonna try to cut it short the first two weeks was not it was it was, to me, for me, it was miserable because I was nauseous and, you know, the taste of the protein was, yuck. you know, especially when you were on nothing but liquids for two weeks and, you know, yeah, um, my mouth watered a lot, a lot, a lot. But I had a good support system. So remember to have a good support system. And let me add, I did not tell anybody about the surgery initially. The only people I told about the surgery initially was, of course, my husband knew, one of my sisters, and my mom. Because I didn't want any negativity. And I didn't want other people's opinion being for, you know, forced on me. So once I got approved for the surgery, I told two of my best friends. And then, of course, I had to tell my job. And some of my other siblings but that's it um so my I had a good support system um one of my best friends she called and checked on me and she gave me advice she coached me through it one of my other friends and my other best friend she prayed for me and you know helped me get through it and I had so many friends close friends that came to my house to visit me, to bring me things that I needed. So a list of things that you're gonna need that I did get before surgery. Um, I got the um, two ounce cups off Amazon. I got protein. Uh, I had the Jello, the sugar-free um, Jello. I had the sugar-free popsicles. I had um, the Gatorade. I had water. I had the, um, the, um, water the um 
water enhancers, sugar-free water enhancers, like the crystal lights. I had those. I had Gas-X on deck. I had Miralax on deck. <laughs> and I had the um, Amazon. I ordered the um, adult Tylenol, but it was the um, dissolvable ones. So you just pour it on your tongue. It's 500 milligrams. Boom. Did that. Um... I'm trying to, I may have to break this up in sessions because it's trying to get it all in one session, but I'm going to try my best. Um, so after two weeks, I met with my surgeon and I started um, puree. Puree is anything that's blended. She's, the way she said it was, it's blended and you can throw it on the wall and it slides down. That's puree. So it's almost just soup, like soup. So um, the first two weeks was liquid. I had my broth also. So it was broth sugar-free popsicles, sugar-free jello, um, um, protein, water, Gatorade, anything, anything to see through basically. Puree is anything that is mixed up like soup. I had the chicken and broccoli soup. I'm sorry, not chicken and broccoli. I had cheddar and broccoli soup. I had the baked ricottas. I had sweet potatoes. I had, um, potatoes cause it was, you know, puree really good. Uh, and it was so smooth going down. That ricotta was love. Um, the second week is when you also start taking a multivitamin every day. And let me tell you, those vitamins are not for the faint of heart, okay? <laughs> discipline. Discipline, discipline, discipline yourself to take your vitamins. Um, I noticed a big difference in my skin with the vitamins, my nails, my hair, how I felt. I just had this glow, you know, glow. Um, um, and then another two weeks, you're going to go back and um, meet with the surgeon. And well, after I met with a dietitian for the two weeks to be on the puree, I had an appointment with my surgeon the same day. And they discussed everything and they said I was right on track. I was doing awesome just to keep doing it. Um, then um, another two weeks, you go back and you meet with um, the um, dietitian and the surgeon again. And then you go to soft foods. Um, so I did this puree soft. And I did the puree soft and... The liquid puree and then the soft foods is what I did. Um, so, yeah. And then you're going to stay on that. I think about soft foods, I think about six weeks, I want to say. And then you're going to go back just to check in check in with your um, nutrition and your surgery. And you're still going to continue the soft foods up until six months. So, I am still on soft foods. Um, so a typical soft food would be in the morning, I, I have like either a smoothie or a protein shake, um, or I could have an egg. Um, I have either a turkey sausage. In the beginning, I can only get two ounces and sometimes I'm still at two ounces, especially with the puree. I try my, my hardest because they want you to get up to one fourth a cup. They want you to work your way up to a half, work your way up to a half a cup. Two ounces, one fourth a cup. I was full, so full off one fourth a cup. And I was looking at the half a cup like how? And then you have to remember, they want you to get up to um, 60 grams of protein. And they want you up to, I think it is 
60 grams of 60 grams of protein and then they want you um to get your water your liquids in too they do want you to get that in and i was like how am i supposed to get they want you to get between 40 to 64 ounces of fluid and then they want you to get, sorry, 60 grams of protein. They want you to get your 60 grams of protein and then your 48 to 64 ounces of fluid. So I was getting almost 60, um, when, especially when I was on this puree, this puree um, because, you know, it was, you know, just sliding down. It was liquid. So I could get my water in. But now... I'm, because I'm back at work and my schedule is hectic, I'm trying really hard to get my 48 to 64 ounces. The protein, I think I'm good because uh, Fairlife is thebomb.com. And I, you know, either drink a Fairlife, which is 30 grams. I either do it in an iced coffee. So here's a little trick. You go to Starbucks and you ask for a black coffee with ice. Um, I went to the food store, um, the vitamin shop, and I got the sugar-free caramel syrup. I poured it at the bottom, poured my coffee in, and poured in my um, Fairlife Vanilla Protein. Love in a cup. Okay. Um, so I am officially to today. I started at 2:40. Um, my post, my um, pre-weight was um, 2:32 because you know. And I'm, I forgot to say this. Sorry, but you do the two week po, the two week post op diet. So they want your surgery date, your surgery date to be two weeks after you had the um, post op diet. So I was down on two thirty two, um, two twenty six. I think is what I weighed when I checked into the hospital. I think the day of surgery. I'm down. I am officially um, one sixty five this morning. My goal was my goal weight for the surgeon was between 155 to 160. So I go for my six month follow up March the 21st, and I should be at that goal or past that goal. Um, so my schedule with eating is the same thing from the your, your schedule is gonna pretty much be the same thing from the liquid to now. Um, you might not get it, you know, you're not don't be as hungry. So some of the times I don't eat. But I kind of make try to make myself eat at least get some protein in. If I'm not gonna eat, at least get some protein in with my um, Fair Life. But um, eight in the morning, ten eight in the morning protein, ten o'clock snack, twelve o'clock lunch with protein, two o'clock snack, um, um, five o'clock dinner or protein, seven o'clock snack or you know whatever protein. Um, so I'm pretty okay. I'm doing really good. Um, I think the weight now, I think right after surgery, I gosh, I dropped like almost 20 pounds. Like, um, but I think now my the weight is coming off. Um, but it is um, the, the nutritionist did tell me that it would come off a little bit slower because I'm so close to my goal, but it is dropping. So now it's important for me to look at inches, which is crazy. Um, my my clothes size, like I have my, I can't fit my clothes. Like I have to buy a whole new wardrobe at almost six months out. Um, it's crazy. Um, time went by so fast. Um, so some of the stuff I eat on soft, um, uh, is the egg, like I said. 
turkey I have turkey sausage um I can have pepperoni I love the pepperoni and cheese because they're like 13 grams of protein um I have chicken and broccoli um turkey I do have some chicken and broccoli soup uh, I just chew my chicken up really good the chew 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 and don't forget to um you can't eat and drink at the same time so you can eat or drink and then you have to wait 30 minutes to do whatever you didn't do the first time so if you're eating you wait the eating first you wait 30 minutes then you drink if you're drinking first you wait 30 minutes then you eat do not try it at the same time it is not fun just don't try it um so um sometimes i see myself as 165 like and there are other times I can sometimes still feel the 240. It's crazy, I guess, because how fast you lose weight, your mind is still trying to catch up with it. Um, but all in all, I'm so proud of myself. And I'm working hard every day, every day to strive to be better. Um, is every day perfect? No. Is every day worth it? Yes. Um, I'm just thankful that I was allowed this opportunity to take this journey. And I've, you know, helped and encouraged so many others to take the journey too, to be a better version of them. And I can, you know, only accredit God because I think during those times of me wanting the surgery, and then didn't go through it. it um, I think those th- th- those years he was still working on me because I am blessed because he worked on me from the inside and then changed the outside. Because even if I would have had the surgery then and I wasn't happy with who I was, even at my heaviest, I was I still felt beautiful. I still felt worthy. I still felt empowered, you know. And I was not ashamed. It was a point in my life where I didn't even want to look at myself in the mirror. Like I didn't even want my husband to look at me. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to look at me more so than my husband look at me. I would keep the lights off. You know, I wouldn't, you know, certain things I wouldn't wear or do, but that changed before the surgery. And I'm happy that God worked on the inside of me first. Because you can have the surgery, you can have any type of cosmetic surgery also. But if you don't deal with the inside roots, if you don't deal with the inside, it's just going to continue to poison the outside. You're, I feel like you will never be satisfied with your accomplishments of things that's been done. Because you don't recognize the beauty. Because the beauty has to start from the inside. Beauty starts from the inside. And then works its way out. So that's one thing that I am so glad. That God healed me from the inside out. And then changed me. Um, I'm still a work in progress. It's an everyday process. It's an everyday journey. But I'm glad that he laid that foundation. Where I can love me for me. And I can not let the scale or what I see or my weight define me I'm blessed and I hope whoever is listening to this um, podcast that they know how blessed and beautiful they are start the journey 
start the journey from the inside. How I started mine was every day when I looked myself in the mirror, I touched what I didn't like. I would touch my stomach. I would pull on my stomach and I would say, instead of saying, oh, this is disgusting, I was like, I would say, I embrace you because this is a sign of birth that I gave my kids. I carried two amazing kids with this stomach. I would look myself in the mirror and just say how beautiful I am. I would speak affirmations over myself and my body daily. I began to open up and allow my husband to love on me and my body. I allowed myself grace and I allowed myself to love me and it changed my life it changed my perspective I can um I just want to empower other women or men to love you first before you do all the changes before you do the surgery before anything else love you you know there's a saying that says accept which things you can't change give that to god the things that you can't change give that to god you can't change your color you can't change your race i mean there's things that you can't change but there's things that you can change ask god for the strength to change those things you know be a better you whatever that may mean be a better you um i also have a blog if you have any questions or you want to message me i have a blog on facebook and it's called conversations with capital s capital a capital a sorry capital s capital a capital r capital a capital h so it's conversations with sarah on facebook i'm also on instagram as conversations with sarah on instagram reach out to me i hope i didn't go blah 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 i hope i kept you interested and you listened to this fully i hope this blessed you tremendously i hope this encouraged you to start the process on becoming a better you and that's a better you mentally a better you physically a better you emotionally a better you spiritually be blessed